the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So, um, when is it going to end? Yeah, I went to Giant Eagle this morning. Uh, I don't normally go there, not because I have anything against the place. I'm, I'm just, uh, and I've really avoided it since the COVID insanity. But again, not because I have anything against Giant Eagle or any supermarket specifically. Uh, my wife does the shopping. I just don't spend a lot of time in a supermarket. But once the COVID stuff started, I avoided it like the plague because of the mask and all the stupidity. But anyway, I was stunned today at the number of people who were wearing masks in the store, not just the employees. Uh, you know, they have to because their company, their, their company, tell their bosses tell them they have to. But anyway, anyway, it started before I got into the store with an amazing number of people wearing masks outside in the parking lot as they were loading their cars with not another human being within, I don't know, 100 feet of them. Well, in two days, it's going to be October. This insanity began 18 months ago. Most people are now vaccinated. Anybody who wants to be vaccinated is vaccinated. The curve was flattened, I think, a pretty long time ago. If we are still going to be expected to wear masks in public now on in October of 2021, which we apparently are, what is going to happen to bring us back to normal? Well, a cure for COVID-19? The woman at the cash register today had a mask and gloves. This is what they were doing when supermarket workers were being called heroes way back in March 2020. Remember that? Of course, doctors and nurses were being called heroes, too. They're now going to be fired for not having a mask up in New York. I mean, a uh, vaccine. The cloth masks don't work. Uh, that's pretty obvious. And at least half of the people I saw in the store, by the way, had their mask down below their noses which means it definitely isn't working. It's a complete and total waste of time if you have it below your nose. Anyway, it's theater, so it doesn't matter. And then today we get the news that Allegheny County will require COVID-19 vaccinations for all county employees. That's according to Rich Fitzgerald, the executive. And you know that the big guy loves mandatory vaccines, even though he said this back in December, quote, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it to be mandatory. His press lackey, Jen Psaki, at the time said there will be no federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential, unquote. Of course, now the big guy is pushing for all federal employees to be vaccinated. So it's never going to end until people just refuse to go along with it anymore. And uh, sorry, but I just don't see that happening. Not anytime soon. Not after what I saw at the supermarket today. Well, in our second half hour tonight, we're going to take a look at what's happening in the NBA, where players are going to have to be vaccinated if they want to play and be paid in certain cities. Meanwhile, nobody should be surprised that Joe Biden is going back on his word about the vaccinations. He lies a lot. And when we come back, we'll talk to someone from the Republican Party about how he's lying about Afghanistan and what that might mean. Stick around. If you're in the market for metal roofing, siding, and garage doors, Kaufman Metals in Bedford can meet your expectations with friendly professional service. Their equipment is right up to date with the newest technology and ready to produce your standard and customized metal panels and trims to your exact specifications for any project with the fastest turnaround in the industry. Plus, Kaufman Metals offers complete do-it-yourself building packages included with computer-generated drawings. Kaufman Metals also provides sales and service for CHI residential and commercial garage doors. They deliver any order, large or small, to any place with full-service rollback trucks and trailers with a Moffett forklift to set building packages conveniently close to your project. And just so you know, they offer contractors discounts as well. Visit KaufmanMetals.com or call 814-623-6044. 
Brewer. Stop in at 6146 Lincoln Highway, Bedford, PA. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Right now, people are home with their pets more often, and I think especially with the shedding, they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue. Nala's got some skin issues. He gets really going and scratching. Excessive shedding, a lot of just scratching and itching. Digging, scratching and itching and biting. On top of that, he was starting to get black buildup in his ears. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times that I said, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I ordered it and tried it, and it worked. We started Dynavite, and in our first stock, we noticed a difference, especially with the shedding. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. We've got four dogs, all different ages, all different sizes, and they've all just responded really well to the Dynavite, and they all love it. We will be using Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. We order our Dynavite from Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, yesterday we, uh, oh, I'm sorry, General Mark Milley uh, testified today, actually, in the uh, House Armed Services Committee at the hearing, and he wasn't interested in talking about resigning. He told Congressman Ronnie Johnson that he deserves at the pleasure of the president when he was asked about it, which I think means that the only way this guy goes is if the big guy fires him. How much pressure will the Republicans put on the Democrats to get rid of Milley? Paris Denard is a national spokesperson for the Republican National Committee. He joins us now. Paris, thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you for having me. So um, could we say that it's the uh, Republicans' official position that Milley should resign or be fired? Uh, I, I think that you know, our our chairwoman had stated that, you know, we need to get to the facts about what happened on on that call, uh, especially as it relates to him seemingly uh, undermining uh, President Trump, uh, that reports in that book. So it needs to all be examined and, and verified. And you can easily do that with a transcript. Uh, what the Republican National Committee under the leadership of Ron McDaniel has said is that uh, we do know that that the Secretary of State needs to resign. Secretary Blinken has done a terrible job in Afghanistan. And if you look at the fact that we still have Americans, the official government report is about 100, but actually I've heard reports from people on the outside say they're close to 1,000 or so of Americans still trapped in Afghanistan at the hands of the Taliban. And so when you look at what's happened with this government under the, under the failed weak leadership of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in just eight short months. There's no doubt in, in our minds that heads need to roll, people need to be held accountable. But the, the, at the end of the day, 
I don't think this administration, Joe Biden, uh, wants the American people to focus on Afghanistan. They want to talk about climate change and race relations and, you know, uh, everything else but the issues, the real crisis that they've created. Yeah, um, but it's, it's if, if the Republicans, um, I mean, they're obviously in this hearing, they're pressing these, these uh, the, the guys who are testifying, Milley and uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, McKenzie, uh, there are, they're throwing the word resign a lot, around a lot. Um, if it's determined in these hearings that what, is, what appears to be uh, being determined is that <clears throat> Milley um, and, and Joe Biden lied about um, a lot of stuff uh, and that right. Milley was involved in it. I mean, how could they not resign? How could the Republicans not demand that somebody has to go? As you said, somebody's head has to go. Somebody had, has, somebody's head has to roll. The Republicans can demand it all we want, and we have consistently, and, uh, but it's going to take Democrats uh, standing up and saying I'm, they're going to put partisanship aside and, and do what's right for the American people. Democrats run this White House. Democrats run the Congress. Democrats run the Senate. This is a totally Democrat-run government. And so Democrats are going to have to say that they want to hold them accountable. Look, when it came to Richard Nixon— um, and, and that issue, Republicans stood up and, and did that because they felt that he actually did something wrong that would have led to his impeachment. That is not the case that you see Democrats doing. And it certainly wasn't going to happen with President Trump because he did not do anything wrong. And so when you look at this situation, it is clear. All you need to do is watch television, read a report, look at a Twitter account, or talk to anybody who is a veteran, a gold star mother, or uh, one of our allies, and you can clearly see that what this administration has done in eight short months, as it's only looking at Afghanistan, heads should roll and those people should do the honorable thing and resign. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we have called on that to happen. What about uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin? Is he, uh, is he, should he be going to? I think your viewers, I mean, your, your listeners should look at what's happened in Afghanistan. No sane person can say that it was a success in terms of leaving Americans behind, having 13 Americans killed, having a, a, a drone attack that did not kill one terrorist, but actually killed a civilian worker and at least seven children. It is not a good mission that they executed. It failed, and it's a problem. It's a crisis. And if this had been any other uh, way of holding somebody accountable, they would have been asked to leave. They would have resigned. But, but look at what happened to Andrew Cuomo. It took months, if not years, to get him to finally resign. And it came because Democrats were, were and, and a Democrat-led investigation was pushing him in that direction. Yeah, it's true. You saw what happened. So, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the, Demo- the Democrats have to stand up, just like this whole, this whole business of holding them accountable. This is on the Democrats. They have the power. They have to speak truth to power and have them change from within to get them to resign. Because this administration is not going to listen to Republicans on on making a personnel decision. They're going to look at two things, Democrats and polls. Mm -hmm. Now, have either one of these uh, people, do you think, made any kind of a case in these hearings that they shouldn't go? Or have they they made it more clear that they should go? I mean, look, uh, General Milley today talked about wanting to be apolitical, but then also admitted talking to a host of authors and journalists for books on the record and in, sometimes off the record, uh, in an anonymous standpoint. This man is, is politicizing his role. Uh, we've, seen, we've seen actors like this before and people like Jim Comey. And so, you know, it is a problem uh, when, you, when you see them openly say that they told the president that they should have 2,500 or they, that their position would have been 2,500 remaining. The president said, nobody ever told me that. So somebody's lying. And what? I don't think anyone on that uh, testifying, either th- at this hearing or when Secretary Blinken was testifying, made the case that the actions that they took kept Americans safe, reassured our allies, and that, and that they did the right thing in terms of that withdrawal. The withdrawal was botched. It was wrong. It was hastily put together. Americans died. Americans are still suffering. And they're not being held accountable by their own party or the media. And this all started, uh, Paris, with uh, Millie being quoted in Bob Woodward's book. Uh, and, Correct. And Millie's been around a long time. And so when he agreed to be interviewed by Woodward, 
He had to know then uh, that it was going to be a hit job on President Trump. It wasn't going to be a book that was going to be Trump-friendly at all. Is that enough to show that he was violating his duty to be nonpartisan, which he's supposed to be as uh, commander-in-chief? He's supposed to be an advisor, not a political guy. Uh, And this is the thing that he has admitted. I mean, he admitted that he spoke to Woodward and others. Um, and, and, and these aren't historical authors is writing about the history of war. <laughs> these are overtly political operatives in DC and he's been around here a long time. So this is when you, when you start leaking and talking and doing all these DC beltway things, it never ends well. And I don't think that he has made the case that he is apolitical. I don't think he's made the case that he has done everything working with this Biden administration that led to a successful, peaceful, uh, uh, withdrawal and aftermath that we have in Afghanistan. So I think all of them have failed to uh, convince the American people that what they did was right. We're talking to Paris Denard. He's a national spokesperson for the uh, RNC. Um, so we do have at least one Democrat, uh, Adam Smith of Washington State. He says he was misquoted by Woodward. Uh, so see, uh, So he seems to be saying... Uh, or, or at least it seems to be coming out that, that that's going to be the Democrats' defense. All of a sudden, Bob Woodward, who's one of their favorite guys, is not to be believed because he's. Well, you know, yeah, they can say what they want, you know, and, and they can try to distract. But the American people saw what we see on the on the television. We saw 13 bodies come home from Afghanistan. That's the only image that we need to know. That that was not a typo. That was not a misquote. You know, we, we can see we heard President Biden say that nobody told him to keep that force there, persuading him to do so. That's not a that's not a misbeat. That's not a typo. You know, we, we can see it. We can hear it. We can read it. And so this administration continues to lie, obstruct in terms of what they want the American people to see and focus on. And ultimately, the reality that we are living in does not match the rhetoric which they are giving us. That's not a good thing. Um, and um, what can the Republicans do to get the the uh, the transcripts of Milley's calls to China? Because uh, they're out there well, somewhere, aren't they? The, the transcripts have to exist somewhere. Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, the, the problem is when you're in a minority situation, uh, you don't the, the powers in the in the in the majority chairman. And so, uh, hopefully, that there may be a subcommittee or something if, if the members of the Congress can on the Republican side can can subpoena and try to get that done as i understand it's the democrats who are in the chairmanships to control that and so uh, they can keep pushing and hopefully there's a way a rule or somehow they can subpoena to, to get that transcript released uh, uh like it was like like the, the tactic they used with president trump or president biden can just simply do, do, do the right thing and say order it released there's a reason he can order any order anything classified declassified and release it president trump said release the transcript for my my call President yeah. Biden do the same thing and order it done. Yeah. If, he's, if he's interested in being transparent, he's interested in unifying the country. He's interested in and and being held accountable, saying the buck stops here. He could easily do it himself. That's the easy thing to do. How do you like the chances of that happening? Um, about <laughs> the same chance of me winning an Olympic gold medal in track and field. Not happen. <laughs> yeah, not gonna happen. Um, so do you get the feeling that the media are going to be any help for the Republicans in this? Or are they going to be circling the wagons and and uh, coming up with as many ways as they can to defend all these people? Well, you saw some media cracks and some of the stuff that happened, especially with the Haitian immigrants. You saw some ask the questions when it came to some of the things that happened in Afghanistan. There were some uh, questions that were asked and just admissions that, you know, it didn't go well and it wasn't good. And they have to report on the polls. The, the polls are ta- they're tanking in the polls, um, and they have to report on that. And so I think they can try to cover for them as much as they can. But I think the realities of how bad it's getting for the American people, both abroad and at home, are, are going to be so overwhelming that they they're going to have to report on it. Uh, and the other thing is they're going to get sick and tired of this administration not only lying to them but also restricting their access. They're only going to tolerate so far, uh, so much having President Biden not answer questions or not hold press conferences or the COVID task force not regularly appear to them or not being made available to, 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 to talk on the record or Kamala Harris as the vice president hiding away and not taking questions and, and, and instead appearing on the view in a ridiculous interview from a, a, a holding room. So 
they're not going to put up with this for too much longer because what they do remember is they may not have liked President Trump, but he was accessible. They may not have liked President Trump, but the, to the media, he was transparent. He was honest and he was there answering their questions on a regular basis on all the tough issues. He did not just ignore them like President Biden t- continues to do. They had one of the most accessible, uh, transparent administrations uh, in modern history, and they're not getting out with Joe Biden, and they're not going to take that for too much longer. Yeah, that's a good point, because if the one, uh, being a media person myself, the one thing yeah. that can, can get the the media to come after you is to treat them like they're not really important and that they that, that's right uh, and and that they matter and if you don't if you uh, start mistreating the media in that way you're gonna they're not gonna be your friend no matter how much they you may, you may think they are they're not going to be they're gonna turn on you at some point that's right that's right and I think that the American people are are sounding the alarm with these poll numbers they're pushing back on with this administration. And, and look, the Democrat Party is in their own uh, political civil war. You know, they're not unified. Trust me. They, they're not. If they were unified and on one accord, they would have passed policing reform. They would have figured out how to get this uh, uh, immigrant, this border situation fixed. They would have put, came together and figured out a way to get this infrastructure bill passed. They're in, they're in dis- disarray. Uh, and it's clear and it's obvious. We're talking to Paris Denard. He's national spokesperson for the RNC. Uh, talking about what's been going on at those hearings and some other stuff here. Matt Gates, a uh, Republican, this is what he said uh, at the hearing today, quote, If we didn't have a president who was so addled, you all, meaning Millie Austin and General Kenneth McKenzie, would be fired, um, unquote. So I guess we've reached the point that Republicans now believe we have an addled president. I mean, what's that say about what to expect for the next three years? I mean, you're I mean coming, the people, Republicans are coming out on a national forum there in Congress, and they're referring to the president as addled. I mean, I've never heard of that. I've never heard that before from a uh, an opposing uh, a member from the opposing party. Yeah, I, I think ultimately what we have to to do is is look at the fact that this has only been eight months. It's 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 crazy to believe that. It, there could be three years of this. But I, I will push back and say this. I don't think that Joe Biden is adult. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. I think Joe Biden know, is well aware of his, his failed policy, his weak leadership. And, and I believe that he is someone that we have got to be held, hold him accountable. Because if we continue to go down this path of saying, oh, he doesn't know, oh, he's not aware. No, 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 no. He ran for president. He was vice president. He was a senator. He knows what's going on. We have got to hold him accountable and tell the American people, this man is fully capable of making decisions. And, and the, the problem is with, he's making bad decisions that are hurting Americans, that are crippling business, that are stifling growth. So, so the default is to say, the, because the media said he was supposed to be this expert, the adult in the room, bring everybody together, this great unified, this great foreign policy expert, this political expert. And it was going to be a smooth administration, and it hasn't been. And so they're trying to allow us to go down this path of saying, oh, he's just unaware. He just doesn't. No, no, no. He knows. And we have got to hold him accountable for his horrible decisions and lack of leadership. i got about a minute left here with Paris Denard, national spokesperson for the RNC. So, uh, Paris, what's worse, worse though, addled or untruthful? Because the, the, the two of them combined are really bad. But what, what's worse? Untruthful. You think so? Yeah, untruthful. A hundred percent. Because uh, someone who is untruthful means that, and let's just break it down for your listeners, a liar in the, in the White House, like we have, uh, is, 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 is going to be a problem down the line because it, it erodes trust. Yeah, and, he, well, and, and he's going to do one thing and, and, and say another. So you, you won't know what is true. You won't know what is fact. You won't know what is the real story. The American people want to be able to trust their leaders to do the right thing. And if you have, a, if you have someone that lies to them and hides things and, and is not truthful, the American people will, will, will leave you. Well, we have three more years left of this. It's hard to imagine what it's going to be like, you know, two years from now, but we'll see. I, appreci- well, I appreciate you coming on, Paris. Thanks. Thank you. And I can tell you what's going to happen in 2022. Republicans are going to take back the House and the Senate, that's for sure. Oh, let's hope so. Thank you. We'll be right back. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A couple of moderate Democratic senators continue to hold up passage of President Biden's economic agenda. Congressional Republicans are squarely against the president's plan to spend $3.5 trillion to expand government health care, education, and other programs. But it's Democratic Senators Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Arizona's Kirsten Cinema who say the price tag is too high. They are publicly quiet about a number they can live with, and they've been talking to the White House about trimming the size of the bill. Greg Clugston, Washington. In two days of testimony on Capitol Hill, America's top generals have repeatedly contradicted statements from President Biden that al-Qaeda was no longer in Afghanistan and that he was never encouraged to leave some troops in Kabul. Stocks modestly higher, the Dow up 258 points, the Nasdaq 60 points higher. This is SRN News. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Dennis Prager explains the left's stance on the border. A wall blocks people from coming in. It maintains the ability of a society to grow much more naturally How many people can we take in? Answer, as many as it takes to keep the Democrats in power forever. That is the only criterion. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hey, football fans, I am Kate Scott. And I'm Mike Gola. Join us right here every Saturday for College Football Saturday Night. We're going to be bringing you some of the best play-by-play action from around the country, as well as the sights and sounds of college football. So come hang with us as we check out some of the best college towns from coast to coast. The mascots, the tailgating, the traditions, we're going to have it all. Yeah, tailgating's the key part of that, Kate. Catch us right here for college football Saturday night, because Saturday nights are supposed to be fun. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Football is back, and so is tailgating. Whether it's Friday Night Lights, Saturday College, or Pro Sundays, Solaire Portable Infrared Grills set up fast and heat up quickly. Only three minutes to searing hot temperatures, just like the big backyard Solaires. The Solaire Grills will make you the master of the tailgater with the juiciest, most flavorful food in the parking lot. The fast grilling times leave you more time to talk up your team and they cool down fast so you won't miss a minute of the game the solaire anywhere and solaire everywhere portable infrared grills are perfect for any grilling on the go from picnics to camping rvs to boating but especially tailgating and they're made in the usa with the confidence of a 100 year old family business amaze your tailgating friends with solaire infrared grills learn more about these fantastic grills at besthotgrill.com that's besthotgrill.com BestHotGrill.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Overall, very busy afternoon on the Parkway East on the outbound side, approaching 885 up to Edgewood Swissvale. Looks like your delay about seven minutes. Heavy volume on the inbound side, approaching the tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, busy inbound, some pockets of volume from Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound slows 19 up to Carnegie. Outbound Liberty Bridge minor delay. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a low of 47. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and comfortable. Tomorrow's high 70. Tomorrow night, clear skies. The chilliest night of the season so far. We'll dip down to a low of 45. Friday, plenty of sunshine once again. We'll reach a high of 71. For Saturday, a blend of sun and clouds. Beautiful start to the weekend. We'll see a high of 76. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, yesterday we opened the show with a, a long explanation from uh, Jonathan Isaac, a player for the uh, Orlando Magic in the NBA, uh, talking about why he won't be getting a vaccine. Now, most normal people thought it was perfect and one of the most well-spoken, articulate uh, demonstrations of why Someone would not want to get the vaccine. Of course, the, uh, a lot of people out there, especially the liberal uh, people in the sports media, didn't like it. But And the NBA is not buying it. And the NBA said today that unvaccinated players who can't play in certain cities because of local restrictions won't play and won't get paid. What Isaac said made no sense to the idiots in charge, apparently. See what you think. Jonathan, Josh Robbins with The Athletic. Uh what is it about the vaccine that, that makes you uh, hesitant to, to, to get it? Uh, I, I would start with um, I've had COVID um, in the past. And so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving. Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it, but with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or with not having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time. But at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why or this is not why it should just be their decision. And, um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or uh, move in the same way that you do. It's it's, uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't. Yeah, that was a real radical uh, spiel that he went on there, wasn't it? Uh, talking about that, he made no sense at all, according to the NBA. They still say he has to have a vaccine. But Isaac wasn't the only player uh, who took some heat from uh, because of he, uh, explaining why he won't be getting the shot. Bradley Beal, who's the star of the Washington Wizards, made the news. And it was big news in his hometown, he's from St. Louis, and here's a report from KSDK in St. Louis. Listen. He is one of the best basketball players ever to come out of St. Louis. But today, NBA star Bradley Beal let reporters in on a secret. He's not vaccinated. And new tonight, Five on Your Side's Holden Kerwicki spoke with a local infectious disease expert who says she's concerned about the message Bradley Beal is sending to fans. That's exactly right, Mike. You may remember that Beal actually missed out on the Olympics because he had COVID. And today, he shared the reasons why he's still skeptical of getting vaccinated. But one local doctor told me the fact that he's sharing his story means there's still hope that he'll get the shot. I am not vaccinated, no. Bradley Beal has developed into one of the best scorers in the NBA. But he revealed there's one shot he won't take, at least not yet. You can't necessarily force anybody or, you know, kind of you know, say it's time for a vaccine. Uh, I think you kind of let people come into their own about it. They do their research when they feel comfortable. Beal says his mom and dad, brothers, and even his sister-in-law have already rolled up their sleeve. So what's stopping this superstar? I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines. Why are they still getting COVID? I took that question to Dr. Mano Patri, an infectious disease physician at SSM Lake St. Louis Hospital. 
the objective of a vaccine is to prevent prevention of severe illness, hospitalization, and death. And that is what this vaccine has succeeded in doing. Beal acknowledged that despite overcoming COVID once, he's still susceptible to the virus again. I mean, it's no different than somebody with a vaccine. Like I can, yes, I developed antibodies for it, so my chances will be less likely now as well, right? You may have some um, some immunity after having a viral infection. The problem is, number one, you have no idea how long that immunity may last. Number two, you don't know how strong of an immunity that may be. Well, Bill doesn't feel any pressure to get vaccinated. People are dying. These are these are truths. Dr. Patry says she's encouraged that Bill hasn't closed the door on it altogether. And I hope his decision is to vaccinate because we want to see him succeed. We want him healthy. We want we don't want him to be one of the victims of covid. The NBA currently has a vaccination rate near 90 percent and hopes to reach 100 percent before training camp or else unvaccinated players will be subjected to the same rigorous testing protocols that they were last season. So uh, did you notice how the doctor said that the purpose of the vaccine now is to uh, reduce your chances of being hospitalized, hospitalized or dying or even having severe symptoms? Uh, that's kind of evolved, hasn't it? Remember when the vaccine was just to let, let us be uh, uh, go back to being free and uh, and be able to live like regular human beings and you know have barbecues in our backyard on the Fourth of July. Now it's just evolved. We're all supposed to accept the fact that it was always all about not dying or going to the hospital. So Candace Buckner is a uh, is a columnist for the Washington Post. And she uh, she came out with a, a column today, uh, or say uh, saying that uh, that uh, Bradley Beal opened up a window on himself that she didn't like. She thought she knew him, and uh, she found out now that she didn't. And I'm going to read you some of this because it's it's really puke material. But uh, you know she's in the Washington Post, and this is what she wrote. He, the, the first paragraph: The face of the Washington Wizards walked into work Monday morning and stepped straight into the national debate over vaccination. Wearing the team's blue shooting shirt and a crisp white headband, he looked picture-ready. But then he spoke, and he sounded nothing like the young man we thought we knew. What does that mean? What does she think that she knew about this guy uh, covering him? Now she says that she uh, they came from the same area and all that stuff later in the column, but... What does she really think she knows about a guy because she covers him as a, a writer, a sports writer, a columnist covering a team? I covered lots of teams. You don't know anything about the guys you're covered unless you become actual friends with them. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen by way of press conferences and, and post-game interviews. It doesn't work that way. So then she goes on to write, Beal said he is not vaccinated against the coronavirus. He owned not being vaccinated. Imagine that. He owned it. Uh, He challenged the reporters in the room on the efficacy of being vaccinated while sitting in front of a MedStar Health backdrop. And on a day when vaccination rates dominated the NBA news cycle, Beal became a jarring voice and face for the hesitancy. It's now called the hesitancy. So then she writes... Uh, For the reporters who have found him to be one of the most thoughtful and candid interviews in the NBA, it was conflicting. So he's he's thoughtful, excuse me, and candid right up until his thoughts don't agree with your thoughts. Then he's no longer thoughtful, and the candid part doesn't matter anymore. He's not supposed to be candid unless he's candid in telling you things that you want to hear. This is just beyond stupid. So... Uh, and, it, and it seemed pretty thoughtful to me, by the way, what he said. So, and then she goes on. But as Beal opened up about his views, some of which float around social media, courtesy of anti-vaccine activists, I realized that in some ways I never knew him at all. I mean, what is this? He's a, he plays basketball. You don't know him. You know, you're not supposed to know him. You're supposed to know what he did in the game. And, uh, oh, it's just nauseating. But... Uh, anything. Anyway, it's may, may, she says, maybe it's the same feeling you have when you notice an anti-Fauci meme on a co-worker's Facebook feed or when the public figure you follow on Twitter likes a post about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. Though we may feel a connection to these people, we think we know, even a loose one, it's jarring to think they share the views of people we've dismissed and mocked. 
So she's admitting to mocking people who don't want to get the vaccine. They're, they're, and, and not only admitting to doing it, but thinking that there's something wrong with you, the reader, if you don't mock people who don't want to get the vaccine. Uh, and then she says, she writes, this happened often during uh, uh, Beale's news conference as he presented arguments against getting the shots. Arguments that made me sigh deeply underneath my mask. The tension peaked during this exchange between Beale and the reporter reporters he knows by name. So she's wearing a mask. She made sure you know that. Uh, you, you know that she was wearing a mask. He wasn't, by the way, if you've seen the interview. Uh, quote, you all can get still get COVID, right? Beale said, his eyes wide while scanning the room of vaccinated people. Chase Hughes of NBC Sports, uh, Washington, responded, we're less likely to die or go to the hospital. And Beale shrugged his left shoulder. Okay, but you can still get COVID. So I don't know anything about Chase Hughes of NBC Sports in Washington, but and I don't know how old he is, okay? But I do know that uh, Bradley Beal is 28. And there's a really good uh, graph and a, a, a little piece here at, the, at economist.com. If you go on there, just Google economist, the economist and see how age and illness change. You'll find this. But there's a graph on there that's interactive. You can just touch the point on the graph uh, for the person's age, and it will tell you what that person's chances are of going to the hospital or dying. So here I have the, uh, the graph in front of me, and I will push a uh, 28-year-old 28 man, okay? Uh, and a 28-year-old man has a uh, 2% chance of, no, a... 0.1% chance percent chance of dying and a 2% chance or less a little bit less than 2% chance of uh, going to the hospital 0.1% chance of dying so i'm going to go back to what this guy from the NBC Sports Washington uh, station said quote we are less likely to die or go to the hospital. The guy's 28. How much less likely can you get from dying of, of dying from 0.1 percent? I mean, how much? What would you do in your life? What what activity would you even consider changing because you found out that you have a 0.1 percent chance of dying? It's just. The stupidity is just unbelievable. And these people, especially the people in the media, most of whom are liberal, the sports writers, they sit there condescendingly uh, talking about how these people should be mocked. What should be mocked more? This guy saying we're less likely to die or go to the hospital. Or this guy saying, I think I'm, in, I'm okay. I got a 0.1 chance. I'm not going to die. And by the way, these numbers include... Uh, people who die because they had other, you know, they weren't in shape. They were fat. They, they, they had some kind of disease. This guy's an NBA player. He's in peak physical condition. He's 28 years old. And this guy's response is, we're less likely to die or go to the hospital. So what they're saying to him is, you, Bradley Beal, because you didn't get the vaccine, you are more likely to die than I am. I don't know how much more like uh, how much less likely you are because I know that right now it's at 0.1% if you do nothing and I have the vaccine. So what am I? 0.2%? I mean how, how much does that help me? So that's that's what uh, Chuck Hughes Chase Hughes said. So she goes on to write uh, but we paid attention a day earlier, saw Beale defiantly shake his head no when asked about uh, the uh, the vaccine she's talking about here. We listened closely as he was not squirrely about his opinions. Unlike Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving or other NBA, NFL, and MLB athletes who recycle the words privacy and personal reasons. She has those in quotes when asked about their vac vaccination status during the middle of a public health crisis. Privacy and personal reasons are in quotes. You, that there's, like, you're not supposed to be able to have privacy or a personal reason. 
Uh, Beale initially offered up that cliché, meaning uh, privacy and personal reasons, but went on to talk at length about his beliefs. He wanted to express his concerns out loud, his fears. So then she finishes up here. The Washington sports fans who disagree with Beal must now reconcile their appreciation for him with their dismay over his words. So if you were planning on watching the Bullets, I'm sorry, the Wizards game tonight, you you know, you're going to be just, I don't know how you can do it. You're going to be watching this guy running up and down the court knowing he's not vaccinated and he has a 0.1% chance of dying as a result. How can you possibly enjoy a game when you know that? And she finishes up with this. This is just absolute, total puke material. We can still respect Beal the basketball player and Beal the community activist, but we know him a little better now, and maybe we wish we didn't. I'll be right back. We love our cellular shades from Blinds.com. They're beautiful and make our entire house feel more like home. Thousands of customers update their home every month with Blinds.com. Whether you just moved to a new place or just want to give your home a little love this fall, go to Blinds.com for brand new window treatments and make your house feel more like home. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your whole house with the latest styles, premium materials, and even motorization with no hidden fees or misleading quotes. Not sure where to start? Get advice from a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. Whether you want to do it yourself or have them handle the measuring and installation for you, Blinds.com has you covered with free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Go to Blinds.com now to shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Pay over time with PayPal credit at Blinds.com. PayPal credit is subject to credit approval. Visit Blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Radio Listener Specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike's offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 for these great specials. That's 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All 
with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you know, a lot of this uh, stupidity can be explained by a poll that Gallup did. This is unbelievable. They polled 3,158 adult Americans, and they asked them about COVID. And they asked, uh, what do you think the percentage, what, what's the percentage chance of being hospitalized if you're unvaccinated because of COVID? Okay, you ready for this? Democrats said 40, 41% of Democrats believe the unvaccinated rate of unvaccinated have a 50% chance of being hospitalized. Four in 10 Democrats out there walking around think that you have a 50-50 chance of going to the hospital with COVID if you're not vaccinated. Independents believe the correct number is 26%, and Republicans believe it's 22%, okay? So here's what you need to do, okay? This is your assignment for today. Find a Democrat, Tap him or her on the shoulder, assuming it's a him or her. It could be something else if it's a Democrat. Him or her may not qualify. But anyway, ask, what do you think the chances are of you going to the hospital with COVID if you're not vaccinated? And if they say uh, 50%, tell them that uh, they're insane, and then tell them this, because this is the, this is the actual number. Are you ready for the number of uh, the what? Now, remember now, 41 percent of Democrats out there walking around. This is why people like uh, Candace Buckner, who wrote this column, who I can guarantee is a Democrat. This is why they think that that uh, Bradley Beal is insane and he's going to cause massive death by not getting a vaccination and not insisting that everybody who watches him play get a vaccination. The actual number of unvaccinated people infected with covid who will have to go to the hospital, less than 1%. That's less than 1 in 100. And the Democrats think, 41% of them think, there's a 50% chance you're going to the hospital if you don't get vaccinated. And you wonder why... There's insanity out there. It's just unbelievable, and it's never going to end. It's a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.